Good morning. This is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore team, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. We're here every Saturday morning right here on News Talk 870. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct on my cell phone at 727-8977 or visit us on the web at KenmoreTeam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. John McKay, how you doing over there? Doing well, and it's four days, and, well, I won't say it. Yeah, yeah, you can say it. Because four days till Christmas. I'm prepared. I <laughs> So we're packing later this afternoon, a little trip down I-5 to, uh, to the, um, well, over to 84, over to the in-laws in Portland. So, mm. so yeah, I'm hoping that this warmer temperatures that we had yesterday and stuff of flow <laughs> stay for that i i've been in that gorge when it's nasty yeah and i want it to be warm yes <laughs> so, well as long as you drive carefully at least you're not going to be fighting snow plows over uh, snow quality abs- absolutely yes for sure so but i'm ready mckay i mean you can say it because i you have amazon primed my gifts they're they're <laughs> he- they're here and yeah. um, and and we're still wrapping up a couple real estate deals for mm-hmm. for sure it has been i tell you all the around kenmore team we have had a record december so wow i mean pretty mild all in all i mean there was yeah. a little bit of that flurry mix um there was a morning or two it was a little slick this last week but we have still been able to take great pictures put new houses on on the market and um and we've written a lot of offers we're obviously in that time frame right now where we're writing offers that'll be closing, you mm-hmm. know, next year, per you could say, in 2020. And so that is still, I mean, it has been easy to show houses, get people in the properties, get out there looking. We have had a very cooperative winter till this till this point. So speaking of uh, Christmas and our celebrity home news story that we always like to start off with. And it was too late for me this year, McKay, to know about. But as I was researching for the show, you can actually, McKay, you can stay in the Christmas Story house. Mm. You can sleep in Ralphie and Randy's beds. From the really? movie, from the movie Christmas Story. <laughs> so in Cleveland, that house is actually like an Airbnb type type setup. Wow! And so you can spend the night reliving your favorite your favorite memories. They have um, ex- so basically, there's a private third floor loft that you can stay in. They have tours the rest of the day. But once the tours are done, you have the run of the house until 9 a.m. The, wow. ne- the next day. And if that's a little too much for you, because the rate bookings there start, it's actually, I was a little shocked. I don't, it's not as bad as I expected. I'm not sure about the demand here. But it begins at 395 bucks a night. So if you wanted to relive a Christmas hmm. story, you could. Now, if that's too much for you, McKay... 
Mm-hmm. You can stay next door at the Bumpus house. <laughs> now, that was Ralphie's hillbilly neighbors, mm-hmm. and they had their 785 smelly hound dogs from the line from the from the movie. Yeah. Um, and you remember the hounds would harass Ralphie's old man, you know, mm-hmm. and steal the Christmas turkey. So you could stay over there. That house has two accommodations that you can have four guests per night stay there. Now, that starts at $195 per night okay. and varies with the season. Dog so, food included? Um, actually, uh, it's funny you mentioned that. The, um, the article specifically says, sorry to disappoint, there are no hound dogs on the property. Oh. And it is a no pets allowed. You cannot even bring your own. So, okay. um, only it says specifically, only animals permitted are service animals. Well, there you go. So, Got a Christmas bonus? Want to blow it? There you go. There you go. So the um, rates vary throughout the year, um, with obviously um, Christmas being being the worst. So November 1 to November 27th, you can stay in the Christmas Story house in November for $545, $545 Monday to Wednesday, or $695 a night Thursday till Sunday. As you can imagine, Christmas, um, the December month, November 8th to December 23rd. It goes up. Goes up to $845. Wow. And if you want to spend the 24th and the 25th there in the Christmas Story House, it goes up significantly to $5,000. So Okay, that's the, a sign you're making too much so money. So there, there, there you have it. Next year, if you, you can actually reserve the Christmas Story House, fly out to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, I might send you some pictures, McKay. I don't know. There I'm, you go. I'm, I'm, sticking it, I'm sticking it on the, po- on the potential list. Um, <laughs> at the much lower rate in November, though. <laughs> you won't see me there in, in December. Well, folks, now that we've gotten our Christmas celebrity news story out of the way, I wanted to go in. It's that time of year where we're doing those top 10 lists. Mm-hmm. We're doing those top 10 lists, and, and there's top 12 lists and 10s. And So I'm seeing that out there a lot. And so as I was researching for the show and wanting to come over, I thought, let's look at. Um, so I always do a prediction show. Yes. For, um, every year we, we look at these predictions. And so this year I pulled off. There was a, there was a 12 predictions by the experts in 2020. And before we look back, um, so in January, what I'll do is I'll go through my predictions that I had from last year. Once we have all the final numbers in for our local market, we'll do a prediction review show in January, which always is a lot of fun to see what Lance got right and what I got wrong. But I wanted to do a 12 predictions from some of the top experts in the housing market to see what they feel is going to happen in 2020 and put a little slant on that for what's happening here in the in the tri in the tri cities. So the number one thing um, that they're expecting to happen is realtor.com is reporting that they believe residential property inventory will they put evaporate in 2020. They feel that it will go down and make it more challenging for buyers to find a home um, despite attractive interest rates. So Realtor.com hmm. is predicting that we will see 
a lowering of inventory in 2020. They think home sellers will sit will sit the market out a little bit. Hmm. What does Lance think about that? Well, I think there's a little bit of merit in that from a national standpoint. I don't think, and I really hope, because we're still at a critically low inventory here in Tri-Cities. Yeah. And so um, that would not be bode well for our community. I do think we have a lot of new housing starts and permits going here locally. There's been some planning over the last four years that's really coming to fruition right now. So I think we're going to be okay with inventory. Evaporate is not a word I would use for our, our <laughs> yeah. local our local market. So when I look at that on a national trend, one of the reasons that I feel the national experts are putting this out there is that appreciation rates have slowed. And so sellers have gotten, uh, if we lump them together as this and not at one point in time, but as an animal of people or a crowd of sellers. Mm-hmm. Sellers have gotten used to national appreciation of 7 to 10%, hot markets 12%, to where it makes it very easy to sell because you, are, you have so much equity and you're able to move that to another project. As we go back to a more sustainable appreciation rate, it takes a few more years to gain the equity necessary to make a sale or make a move. I think that's one of the reasons that's going to contribute to that, to that trend. The number two prediction for 2020 coming out of here, once again, survey done, um, information coming out of realtor.com. They know they feel that millennials will get very aggressive about buying homes. Mm. So a lot of younger buyers are getting out of their apartments, condos, inner city type living, more city center type living, and they're ready to make that move to that 1800 square foot home in the suburbs with the good neighborhoods and the you know and the and the decent schools. Um, it's interesting because the millennials, it says, I love they quoted in here that the oldest of those members approaching 40 and the biggest numbers of them turning 30. When I hear that and then I read the line that they're going to move out to that 1800 square foot home um, and move into those neighborhoods in a non-mocking way, McKay, because I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I like it makes me want to say, oh, the millennials, they're growing up. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. And so I'll tell you what. No, they are growing up and mm-hmm. they are growing into home ownership. They are they are notating on this here that they will surpass 50 percent of all home purchase mortgages in 2020. Wow. And so that buying group, but when you look at those demographics of that was a large group of of individuals, a large, you know, a large group of generation there. When they hit that age of, you know, 30 to 40, um, we were used to the previous generation buying in their mid 20s. And so that demographic has slightly changed now. Mm-hmm. Millennials are a big, big force in the market. And so, and they will get aggressive ab- about buying because they're really coming into that stride of that next chapter of their life. And a lot of them are, you know, starting families or wanting a more permanent housing solution. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see that get really, really aggressive. And I think that is going to we're going to see that here in the tri-cities a, a lot in fact we were already seeing it this year and we're going and we're going to see it even more so that is one that i feel is very reflective of what's going to be happening in the tri-cities market 
The next prediction from the experts that we got, um, this one um, coming, and I I alluded to this earlier, as why I felt home sellers would sit out in 2020. And it came in here and it says, home prices will flatten. That is a prediction for, for 2020. They predict that U.S. home prices will flatten with just about a 1% increase nationwide. They're expecting price declines in 25% of the 100 largest metros. Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, Miami, San Francisco. Some hmm. of the big ones where we think we're going to see those prices flatten. Um, and what that is, is I think that's just a matter of taking a little bit of a break from the rapid appreciation that we've had. Also, housing prices appreciating in many of those areas a lot faster than wage growth. And so because of that, there's only so much of that that can that can go on for for a long time. And so I once again, I don't think we're going to see them flatten here in Tri-Cities, but I do think we will see. So I guess some people would would define it that way. I kind of as flat and as stagnant, but we are going to still see appreciation next year in my mind here in the Tri-Cities market, but at a lower rate than we have in the last, in the last three and four years. So we're going to, we're going to see that, um, that rate of appreciation slow a little bit. I don't think we're at the flattening spot at the bottom, but I think here we will see that slow a little bit. That's our, my first stab at the first four predictions there. When we come back, we're going to look at the next predictions that the experts are making in 2020 nationwide, how, how I think that relates to the local market here in Tri-Cities. Right here on News Talk 870. Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. We've been talking about national predictions, the 12 big predictions in the housing market for 2020, and then putting a little local spin on that and say, does that relate to us here in the Tri-Cities? Or as we could subtitle it, Lance takes the experts to school. Wow. Wow. Okay. I, I, I love that. So this next one is from a you know fellow Washington company that's much bigger than I am, but mm-hmm. Redfin um, out of Seattle. They are predicting based on their analytics that the southeastern U.S. states will really rule the roost in price appreciation. Really? So like Charleston and Charlotte, some of those some of those areas, they really feel will lead the nation in price growth because more people and employers are going to be moving to those affordable southeast cities. So a lot of the nation we've talked about, Tri-Cities even being one of them, has had rapid price appreciation to when you look at what you used to buy five years ago for 200000 and what you buy now for 200000 drastically different. Well, some of those southeastern states have not had that appreciation more affordable for a lot of people, so you get 
companies relocating there and people looking at those. If you don't mind the humidity, if I've been there. If you don't mind the humidity also. <laughs> also, if you're an investor tracking mm-hmm. areas to where you might be purchasing and having rentals, that might not be a bad place for the investors for the investors to be looking. Next prediction on that is they are reporting that Redfin expects there to be more bidding wars nationwide. So what's dr- what's driving that? We talked about prices flattening a little bit, but one of those predictions is lower inventory. And we're still in a low inventory market here here in the Tri Cities, and we're coupling that with a couple things. One of the earliest earlier predictions before the break I talked about was the largest group of millennial buyers coming into age to buy. So you've got a big buying group, and then you've got the next prediction that kind of goes hand in hand with this one about bidding wars is that most economic experts are predicting, and Redfin agrees with them in this, that the 30-year fixed rate mortgages will stabilize on the low end. So 2019, We've seen the rates steadily go down, in most cases mm-hmm. about a point. And so most 30-year fixed mortgages right now are running, you know, depending upon credit and where you're at. But but the basics, most of those are running between 3.8 and 4.2, right in, that, right in that range. And so rates are very, very low. So you have low rates, a lot of buyers, and we have lower inventory. We're going to have some bidding wars, so we're mm-hmm. not expecting. And I really think that this prediction on a national level is also very, very applicable to the Tri-Cities market. Uh, we we had two properties last week. One had six offers wow. and one had three. So this is a prediction for 2020, but this is real life like what we're seeing in the Tri-Cities market right now. So that is still, we are still going to see versions of that um, in in our in our local market. However, I don't want people to get lulled into complacency with mortgage rates. That decline could very much if we're looking out over the next 18 months, that could be temporary. I mean people always say, well gosh, I think the rates will stay low or that. So we're gonna have a lot going on. We're gonna have an election year. They're probably that's mm-hmm. one reason why I think a lot of these experts are saying that they think that rate will stabilize and stay and stay low. It's it's not going to be good for either party. I don't care what color of the fence you land on. <laughs> they don't want rates to have a huge run up, you know, have a huge run up this year. And mm-hmm. so I think we'll see those rates in that lecture stabilize. But once that mess is nearing an end or 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 coming to a close, Depending upon what happens with uh, with the election and depending upon what happens, more importantly, economically, are we slowing? Are we are we staying staying stable, high pace? We could probably see those rates start to tick back up near Mm -hmm. the end of end of next year. So look at the 20 or 30 year history. If you're a buyer in the market trying to time the market where your interest rate is low, Look, I had saw a very interesting chart that came across my desk over the last 12 years that showed once again where we're at and we're down near one of those valleys again to where rates are super, super low 
and mm-hmm. prices have gone up, but you can hedge your bet with that a little bit. Lock in a low rate now. First half of next year, great, great opportunity for that. Um, the, the here's an interesting one is as, as I near the end of these, McKay, I felt like they were I felt like they were stretching a, a little bit here for predictions to put in here. Um, they feel that 2020 will mark the first decade to where climate change will factor into home buying decisions. Hmm. So the financial costs of climate change are already becoming more tangible as we look at fire and flood insurance premiums. We've seen it, you know, and and I mean, I'm not. This is not a show about the discussion of the or the origins of the fire problems in California, but I'm sure we could go on for hours. And I don't have the expertise or the experts lined up to talk about that. But make no mistake about it: higher risk areas are seeing higher premiums, yes. which make those less affordable. For a vast number of people. Regardless of whatever the cause is. So if they stop Mm -hmm. providing that insurance, um, it will be very, very difficult to secure a mortgage in in those areas. And so so we we will potentially see some some of that happening. Wow, more good news for California, huh? Bi- bi- <laughs> oh my gosh, you're <laughs> killing me. Big summary though, overall, we think we're going to see an increase in home values, you know, just not mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. So there were also some other quotes in there. Matthew Gardner, he's the chief economist for Windermere Real Estate over in Seattle, had some quotes in there, you know, expecting prices to be up about 2.9% in 2020 um, and that there will be, you know, a slight rise um, in sales over, you know, over the course of 2020. You know, I agree with that. It's been very, very steady. Tri-Cities has, you know, supported some of that growth. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had another fantastic year in the market. We have some new construction coming online. So I do see more of the same in, in that realm. I'm trying to convince myself, though, as if climate change is going to be a factor in Tri-Cities home buying prices. And I'm, that's one of those from this article. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I haven't seen those increased insurance premiums. You know, there could be an argument for flooding near the rivers, that type of thing. But that's been around for decades. Nationally, yeah. The nationally, that could be a factor. I think that's one of those trends that is just not going to hit Tri-Cities in their home buying decisions. So that no. one, I'm putting the X-Nay on for, tri- for Tri-Cities. Not not a factor, in my opinion. Could it become in the next five years? Yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe the, you know, winters get colder, summers get hotter, and we start to see some energy um, inefficiencies because of that. Yeah, we could see some changes, but I do not see that as a factor in the Tri-Cities market. Well, one of the things that is great is we talked about lower inventory, but I, I do, like I said, the weather has supported us putting on some great inventory in a month that that otherwise is very, very tight. Mm-hmm. So I've got to pick three here real quick. Pick number one, 8413 West Bruno and Kennewick. This is a four-bedroom, 
three bath home um, in the gorgeous Grand Ridge Meadows neighborhood. Just almost 2,600 square feet. You've got large formal living room, custom tray ceilings. You've got a formal dining room, beautiful kitchen that was built for entertaining, all decked out, granite counters, corner pantry, bright dining nook. Family room has a full stone fireplace, also coffered ceilings, and new carpet. I mean, this house is, I mean, it's, it's a really, really nice home. Easy outdoor living. You've got a full tiled patio area, so you can do that outdoor entertaining. Yes, folks, it will eventually get warm again. Mm-hmm. Pad for your hot tub, barbecue stub, great curb appeal. Um, so half acre and possibility to even add more land, fully fenced private backyard, open RV parking on both sides. This is a really awesome home, priced at four fifty nine nine. Wow. Pick number two, 4315 Desert Street in Pasco. This is a three-bed, three-bath, West Pasco location, 2,403 square feet. You've got laminate wood floors, awesome stu- you know, fireplace in this, all, plenty, plenty of room in the updated kitchen. You've got tile floors in there, built-in desk area, large secondary dining nook. Then you've got an upper-level master suite that has dual walk-through closets with built-in organizers, full bath, dual sink, granite-topped vanity. I mean, they really, really knocked this place out. And this is coming in. Um, They also, we did talk about energy a little bit, McKay, and here Mm -hmm. I am now mentioning it. I don't think this has to do with climate change, but they put in a new Linux heat pump in 2018. So you've got a brand new heat pump. You're covered. And that's coming in at 319,500. Wow. West Pasco, 2403 square feet. Great property, 319. That new, it's probably one of those smart ones, too. Yes, absolutely. I bet you're right. Reset that thermostat on your smartphone. Pick number three, 1706 West 45th in Kennewick. This is a three-bed, two-bath, home on large corner lot, 1875 square, square feet. Large, spacious kitchen, also has a huge island, lots of counter space. Master suite on the main level has an awesome bath, beautiful, and and a beautiful brick fireplace. You don't Ooh, see that very often. No. Additional master on the upper level um, has a large soaking tub, and once again, fireplace and dual closets. So awesome, awesome stuff that you're getting that you normally wouldn't get in an 1,875-square-foot house. Um, Two-car garage and space for RV parking, fully fenced backyard. And this one, incredible pricing at two sixty nine nine. Wow. So, like I said, it has been an amazing December. We are going to set a new Kenmore team record for our number of closings in December. And so the market's still hop, hopping. Um, we are working. There are not every day next week is a holiday. So we've got some closings going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we know that people are coming to the area and visiting. And if they are thinking about moving here and want to check out a few places why they're here, give us a call. We are going to have agents available to make that happen. Do you make you. them wear a Santa suit? 
Um, no, I am not going to make them show houses on Christmas, McKay. I mean, okay. come on, I'm not. I'm not. Well, I mean, that just in bad. general, you know. There are no Santa suits required, so don't worry. You can show up. We won't scare the little kids. Uh, but we are here if you need anything at all. Go to KenmoreTeam.com. Shoot us a message. We would love to help. Uh, enjoy the holiday with your yes. families. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, thank you for an amazing year and really just. Uh, take this time to be with family and friends and and enjoy the week and we will be right back here next week right here on News Talk 870